A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. It is the build-up show, building up to the big one, the return of the Premier League. It will be Liverpool against Brighton Saturday on a 3 p.m. kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's fine if you if you go the game, if you watch it on telly, less so. Actually, no, if you watch it on telly from everywhere in the world, apart from this country, it's absolutely fine. Um, whereas it's not because, yeah, the 3 p.m. blackouts and all that, which, of course, helps attendance. It does have its well, benefits. but America not. at 3 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Brief stint. Just have someone, you know, just listen to the radio. Yes. Yeah, listen to the radio for it, uh, and that'll be that'll be fine. Anyway, uh, Ross Chandley uh, and Jay Pearson join me for this one. Um, yeah, as mentioned there, just... Back to the proper stuff, you know, that midweek big week stuff was a bit of a an unwelcome distraction. You know, normally it's just nice to have those games in there to break things up, but I think given the incredible highs of the United game at the weekend when Liverpool beat Manchester United by five goals to nil at Old Trafford. Um someone should make a t shirt <laughs> or two. Adam Monk, in fact. <laughs> merch.com. Um the yeah, it, it was a bit annoying to kind of have to like it. That wasn't the it was like a side story. Yeah. You know, it's like when you've got like a you're watching a really interesting drama and there's a, a B plot that you're not really into and you've kind of gone and watch another character for it. You're reading the book and it cuts to another character's perspective. Like, no, 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 I want to get back to that to what that person's doing. This is that. No yeah. point in beating Manchester United if you can't then go and continue things at Brighton at home. No, and to be honest, I've probably changed my perspective a little bit on the, the game against Preston and, and kind of what that means and kind of look at the bigger picture because I think it's really important that we don't think about this and I'm not really asked about the Carabao Cup but also it's important for those players like Arigi, Takimino, the youth players or those people that are on the fringe that get game time so it is important for those players yeah. and even more so when you get into the stage where we're a little threadbare in midfield okay well Sam go and get yourself some game time I don't think Oxley Chamberlain called himself in glory even being perfectly honest but mm-hmm. there's still an importance in that game to your point Sound, we're 23 games unbeaten still. Um, just a bit gutsy, we never got a third away goal in that, in that Preston game to, to make it better. But you have to go back and then go and stamp your authority on, on teams like Brighton because they're the ones where they caused us issues last season. Just go and put another nail in the coffin and you know get yourself another three points. Yeah, absolutely. And that's four consecutive away games since we last played. Uh, you know, it was Man City at Anfield last time. I was back on the 3rd of October. Jay and it's just I think it's good I think Brighton are actually a decent team for us to be playing in this regard they're a good footballing team they'll cause us problems but I think particularly off the back of that that you know we've, we've done brilliantly in yeah. that run since we were last there I think having the crowd back on our side and getting that in that's that's what we're really looking forward to for this one absolutely it's a, it's a great patch that we've had away from home we've come through it relatively unscathed which has been brilliant you know you, you can't ask any more, more than that but we said at the start of the show didn't we you know three, three o'clock kickoff. Three o'clock kickoff, afternoon, Anfield, routine, three points done. Yeah, that's why I'm looking at it. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and that's the way that that's the way that it's got to be. And I'm not sitting. This, it might not be that way. There's a reason Brighton are you know Absolutely. as high up in the Premier League as they are, fifth at the moment. 
That well, might, might play to the hands of the fans, to be honest with you, because the normally when you play Brighton, you, whatever you just said then, like greatest spot on, but normally it's like Brighton three points because the 17th, 18th, this will be a piece of piss. Maybe there won't yeah. be that that kind of, not arrogance or complacency probably of going, right well, actually they are fifth in the, in, the, in the Premier League or fourth, whatever they are, let's take them a bit seriously. Fifth, yeah, fifth. Fifth. Um, in fact, um, we can take a, a very quick look at the Premier League table just to get a, an idea of where they are. F- yeah, as we say, they're fifth behind West Ham. That means they're six points behind us at the moment. 15 points to our 21. Um, they haven't won in four leading up to this. Uh, lost the last time out. We got battered by Man City actually oh. in the last league game. They drew the three prior to that and the last win, in fact, came uh, against Leicester. 2-1 win against them back in September. So, you know, they're, they're up there. They're there because they had a great start to the season they've not they, they, they're struggling since then like Neil Mopai is the top goal scorer with four the thing that really struck me is like the fifth they, they've only scored nine goals like they, I was looking at the goal difference is, I mean Spurs have only scored nine as well which is also hilarious that, that, in the place below them in, in six but the goal difference matters Yeah, and they're on a, a zero goal difference and this is the point we talk about about Manchester United uh, Jay and how they had the ability to go from a four point gap to a, to a one point gap with us and instead they've ended up with a seven point gap this is now when we're getting into the meat of the season this is where we're going to f- start to find out Brighton's level if they want to be a team that's contending for the top four then you know they might well take something from us here but if if what we feel and what we hope is going to happen is we're going to start to extend that gap and start to have a bit of a breakaway when it's us City and Chelsea then it'll be a win for Liverpool at the weekend absolutely and we said the same thing didn't we around about November time when we played City the year we won the league we started to really start to pull away from those teams and at the time yeah it was only Liverpool and City but we've now got to remember that there's Chelsea in, in this league now where I think that those three will start to pull away but we need to hit that marker and we said about you know last time on the build-up and you said on the final word for Watford, when you start playing at certain times during the weekend, whether you're last on or first on, even in the middle, you've got to make that impact of, yeah. we've got to get our three points here. Also, from a Brighton perspective, they don't want to play us. No. no. We've just rested our whole squad in, yeah. in midweek and I think they played some of their first teams in, in their um, Carabao Cup fixture. Mm-hmm. No one wants to play Liverpool at the minute. No one's beaten us in 23 games and, it's and we're a, at home, like you said. And to the point, and this is where, and this is a bit of an early example of it, this doesn't really normally kick in as you get until you get toward December. Everyone plays two games a week. Teams are not the, t- the teams in the middle sector, everyone below sort of sixth or seventh in the league is not used to playing twice a week. So Brighton haven't gone to pens with Leicester. Mm-hmm. You know, as you say, they'll have, they'll have rotated some, mm-hmm. but they've not rotated to the level that Liverpool have rotated. So th- that, again, it's another thing that pulls in our favour because we should be absolutely fit and firing for this one. And there are some injury concerns. We will be talking about who's going to be, who's likely to be available for Liverpool, particularly in the midfield area, um, a little bit later on in the show. But all these things I do feel kind of feed towards what we're going again. They they are in a little bit of a, a sticky patch. They're starting to realise that you can be a good football inside, but what's what's lacking is you need a, a lad who's guaranteed to stick the ball in the back of the net for you. Now, you know, I'm sure we had these similar conversations last year because, you know, mm. the whole XG Brighton thing came about last year because they were playing really well, but they weren't finishing the dinner. Of course, they managed to get results, good results against us last year. They took a win at Anfield. They got, you know, they, they, they held us in the away from home in the, in the, the Takimina Mino midfield experiment <laughs> game, as we well remember it at this point. Um, 
So yeah, I think you know, and again, back to the theme of the revenge tour. This is another one where where Liverpool want to be benchmarking themselves on last season. It's an, and it's much easier to do that than maybe the season before or the season before that. Where can you go and improve? Brighton at home is one of the is is, is one of the obvious ones. And um, we are live, so if you've got uh, any thoughts, feelings, questions, anything, and you want to discuss them in the live chat on YouTube, then do. If you listen to this on podcasts or after the fact, then you can always get it live on YouTube. And um, we tend to do this show on a Thursday, so obviously stay tuned to our socials and um, we're going to be getting a little bit better at updating people as to when these happen um, but if you just follow on YouTube and subscribe on YouTube and click the notification bell you'll always be notified when we do go live uh, welcome aboard to Nick Anderson who's joined us as a first team member here on YouTube that's absolutely amazing uh, Reese Burns that's he saying we literally have three or four midfielders fit uh, yeah that will be the main topic of conversation when we um, when we come back um, in the second half I have completely forgotten to do a trivia question this week yeah. So what I'm going to do is we're going to have the break yep. and then I'm going to frantically scramble <laughs> for a trivia question. So if you want the trivia question, stay tuned uh, and we're going to be chatting about what Liverpool do uh, and who they line up with uh, after this very, very short break. Hey everyone, Mate here. Just a little insert from me to say that if you enjoy this podcast and the other podcasts that we put out for free and you want more, then my word, you can have more on the redmentv.com. Go over there, sign up and get extra bonus shows from us each and every week, as well as a whole suite of video content, documentaries, features and interviews. But yes, you can also play those podcasts in your native podcasting app as well to have a seamless Redmen TV experience in your ears. The redmentv.com, sign up there today. Mane. Um, rested completely. You know, he gets most of the game off against United. He gets the complete game off in the midweek against Preston. And I think most of us actually probably expected him to figure at some point in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't see how he doesn't come back in. No, for Brian, not at really. all. And this is the point that we have of um, having a squad and rotating them and letting them rest. We didn't get that luxury last year because obviously Jota was injured. Uh, for three months in a pointless game that he didn't need to play in, um, which have like a bit. Which you definitely find about it. So yeah, no, it's good. Cool it, those pressure those pressure. yeah, those front three play a hell of a lot of football and have done for the past three seasons. And we banged on about last season of just they were the best option despite being knackered week in week out. If you can give them a rest and you can use them, good, do it. You know, we talk about Liverpool's analytics, people being in the red. I think John Matter was pretty similar. People weren't very happy, but it means he gets a game off, which means he's going to get him for another three games and his risk of injury is smaller and you're replacing him with quality, then fine, that's what we have a squad for. So Manny's going to be, he's probably going to be, I expect him to be a bit annoyed, to be honest with yep. you. Um, for A, not playing, but also seeing everyone else score lots of goals and going, well, actually... That's what healthy competition's about, and that's what he'll be he'll be ready for. Yeah, and, and that this mm. is the point as well, Jay, is that Firmino and Jota are on the bench for, for Preston, neither used, which is again is a glorious situation to be in. So we've we've effectively managed to we've we've managed our front four really well, I think, so far. And in fact, we've managed our front six because even like the fringe lads in in, in Minamino and Amigia yeah. and Klopp was keen to stress. He's like the problem with Minamino. No, there's no problem with Minamino. He's he's good. It's just that. The other lads are just fit, so they're 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 sort of ahead of him in the pecking order. We seem to be ticking along quite nice in that regard, but just focus on the front, the four, including Jota and the traditional front three. You could pick any any three from that. It'll be Salah definitely, yeah. But in terms of Bobby, Jota, and Mane, two from three of them could easily start because of the fact that Jota could just start central for yeah. us in this. And one. the chomping at the bit, yeah. which I love. I love hungry strikers. You know, every single one of them has had the opportunity to get a goal this year. Um, in different circumstances, which has been brilliant. So when you've got four hungry strikers that want to score goals, like you said, Mo Salah just is in because he's just like, right, I want top goal scorer, I want Rush's record, I want this, I want that. Um, and then you've got 
so really quality in the other three. It's it's a great headache to have. We've, it's a headache we've all want when we're playing footy manager. Uh-huh. Klopp's got a great headache. You do a pick, which mm. is, and I don't think any of us will be disappointed if whoever drops out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if yeah, I think it's also I don't don't think Klopp will, but I think there'll be one eye on Atletico in midweek as well for those those players who don't play. You're not playing at the weekend. You can play on. You can play when you start on Wednesday. Well, you can go as well. These are the, There's plenty these of games big, to go around. Well, these are the big games, aren't they? You know, again, we, we, we want to fight properly hard with all we've got on two major fronts. Mm-hmm. And if we can sustain a third offensive with whatever's left in the squad on the League Cup, then sure. sure why not? Let's go for that. But that's the point. There's no, there's no difference in importance between Brighton and Atletico because... You know, you want to go. You want to go win that Atletico game to put the group firmly to bed. Mm-hmm. But also, you can't afford to drop points at this point in the in the, in the Premier League. At any point in the Premier League, because of how condensed it is at the top with with City and Chelsea. But and that's why, on paper, Atletico is the more glamorous tie. Oh, it's the big Champions League game under the lights at Anfield again. Revenge that's mission. Win. This is yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah, mm-hmm. but exactly. But my, my point is more when you're telling one of you from lads that they're not starting this game. Or they are starting this game, you know. So there's no disrespect to start Brighton over this oh, because yeah. they're both equally as important in their in their own way. Again, not as glamorous on paper, but to, again, to your point, actually Brighton is a more important win because again, we can't afford to be dropping those points right now. So yeah, yeah I think that that must be how they're selling it behind yeah. the scenes. Keep working hard, you'll get your games, and I want you to go and batter who it doesn't matter who we're playing. Go, you're gonna go out there and score, right? 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 <laughs> you know, go yeah. on, charge! Um, Brighton yeah. might just be saying to themselves, right, what's a good result? Less than three goals, let's concede. You know what I mean? Because how frightening we are at the minute, which is great. Mm. So, you know, credit to Brighton where they are in the league, but at the end of the day, they are up against Liverpool and Mo Salah at the minute. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, the other one, and again, I've seen a lot of people discussing this in the live comments. Quick question, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Adam Lallana. Fuck colour to Brighton playing. Um, who is... Name <laughs> the four players who've been at Liverpool in the Premier League era who've also played for Brighton. Have a little think. Now if I can remember oh, to deliver the answer. Adam Lallana. It's all right, we'll carry on. We'll come back to that. Remind me to come back to that one. Um, Just open that up. Ibrahim Kanate. Uh, uh, He's mm. not one of them. He's a Liverpool player currently. The fact that Matip starts midweek and immediately made me think it'll be Virgil and Canati again for this game. But the fact that Matip only plays 45 minutes leaves us unsure as to what he's likely to do in this one. It could easily be Matip. You know what would be nice? If the club told us that before the game started yeah but because I know, just just for me again Paul because oh, right, yeah, yeah. there was a brief moment where I went oh, he's injured he's played 45 minutes he's injured again and yeah. there's no need for the, no need yeah. to stress people like just to say Matt is coming off at our time it's but, planned okay so what you want them to, what Liverpool to do is to undermine their tactical approach to a football <laughs> no, match by letting the opponent know what they're going to do oh right you want yeah, yeah. slide into the red men DMs or, 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 or Ross's direct DMs yeah and just go Matt's fine he's going to come off at our time don't worry about it yeah because all I can do is worry about him. Maybe just ask Matip about that to do that in future. Yeah, okay, sound, yeah. yeah. Um, to your point, um, again, I, I think you have one fly on, on Atletico because I think Canata came against Manchester United. There's a lot of people that weren't happy or concerned or were worried about it, but I think he put in a, yeah. an exceptional performance and what we should... I'm not surprising, to be honest. And I said this the other day, he's a £36 million defender. Like, mm-hmm. He's not going to come in and be crappy. He's, he's picked for a reason. Klopp backs him. 
He's had one of those moments where we haven't seen much of him, but we saw this with several other players. Fabinho, Oxley, Chamberlain, come and learn the system, learn what you're supposed to do, then you can come in. There's no bigger game that he's going to come in for than Manchester United at Old Trafford, and if he's done that, he's passed that test. Yeah. I think he can pass pass most others, so I'm by Brighton being one of them. It's so, that um, thing of, again, it's who, you, who do you want for Atletico in some regards? Yeah. And if you want Canate for that, because I, I don't think the fitness thing truly matters. I think it matters for Matip. Yeah. I think we do have to safeguard him. Which is why, and I, 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 might be why, but it actually might have been we've done it for Nat Phillips. You I think know, I'd rather we, have Matic for Atletico. Yeah, and and but and, and the the Canati thing though is he needs to play games to get a level of understanding. You can drop Matic into any game in any given situation, mm-hmm. so it actually doesn't really matter. Matic doesn't necessarily need to play, this, but Canati, if you want to play him against Atletico, which is going to be a hell of a game, mm-hmm. then. I think you need to play Canati again, so then he's played three consecutive games with Virgil. It can grow that understanding a little bit more because coming up against you know Jao Felix and coming up yeah. against Griezmann again and probably Suarez, you know, in Griezmann's that one where they're really suspended. going for it. The what? Griezmann's suspended. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, of course he is. <laughs> um, but he's a nice guy. Um, he kicks one in the face. I know, I know, he did. I know. <laughs> and to be fair, we made this. We 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 kind of asked about Mane and Edison, didn't I know. we? You know, yeah. he, and he literally nearly kicked Edison's face off. Um, <laughs> but he has his eyes, his eyes on the ball. <laughs> what? You really did to me in the kitchen before. Yeah, I think you'd be very complimentary of how high I think, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but maybe I really went for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, this, this you know that's a big that's a big level of test. So I want Canate warmed up for this. I've been just know people watching. Would you go for Canate or Matip? And the reason I say I don't bring Gomez into this conversation because I genuinely think Gomez is the left side of centre half understudy. I think we I think we've paired them off. So I I think I believe and I'm like. With this might be proven completely wrong, and I'd be happy either way. I don't care because Joe Gomez is a fantastic right side at centre half, but um, I do think it's between Matip and Canati. But what would you what would you do? Let me know in the comments. Um, let's have a little look then at um, what else is going on. Let's have a look first at the other fixtures for the weekend. Which I'll find. No, I tell you what. Let's do. Let's answer the trivia question. <laughs> Adam Lallana. Yeah. Xiao Teixeira. Xiao Teixeira. Yeah. Alan Navarro. Alan Navarro and I'm out. Dean Saunders. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Early Premier League. Yeah. Very early. Very early Premier League. I wasn't born. Hmm? I wasn't born. Yeah, you were. In 1992. <laughs> yeah, absolutely was. Yeah, of course you were. Um, and there you go. If you got that right, then well done for, for, for Googling that. You've done really well. Uh, Alan Navarro. Yeah, Alan Navarro. Very much. Uh, that's a, there's a Chapman name and a half. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's mo- First player sold. Him, him and Jorgen oh, Nielsen on a double deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Build him up. He's got prom- promise and potential. Um, right, let's have a look then at the other Premier League fixtures going on this weekend. Um, we uh, will see what happens between Leicester and Arsenal in the early kickoff. That's the 12.30 on Saturday. That's a massive game, I think, in, in regards to are either of those teams fighting for fourth or are they... The other one, the other ones, and you know, particularly with Brighton playing us, and the feeling that they're going to start to tail off a little bit. I think this is where, again, we've said this. This is where the league starts to normalise a little bit, yeah. and the, the 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 teams find their natural, not necessarily their fight, obviously their final positions, but the general area in the table in which they're going to perform. And the Arsenal, Arsenal have been sneaky, okay. You know, I think everyone wants Arsenal to be terrible because they're, they're such a banter club. They played well on Tuesday against Leeds, yeah. to be fair to them. like, and I think you're starting to see signs of Arsenal of it coming to fruition. I think they get a lot of stick, like you say, but I think a lot of people forget 
the amount of change that they've had in that club and the, the absolute dross that they've, they've got rid of. So mm-hmm. I think fair play to them. And they've got the fitness advantage of no European football, mm-hmm. whereas Leicester, I think we're, we're out in Russia like last week and then they come back and play the week. And, yeah. and that, that's the thing. Leicester equally had a slow start to the season, but they've really turned the corner. It feels like Brendan Rodgers hit upon something and that answer was put two up top because that was what really worked <laughs> at the back end of the season. But they look they look dangerous again. They look like they've got goals in them. Um Tielemans is is, is is starting to be back to the level he was last season, banging goals in from midfield. So he's gone dead crap though, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, he's come back from a massive injury. But again, well. yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I know what's happened, but it happens, doesn't it? It's it's The point I'm kind of making here is, on paper, you look at Arsenal-Leicester and you think Arsenal, and I know it's, it's at the King Power, so that's a, that's a thing that goes in Leicester's favour, but Le- I think Leicester are a more settled side. They've, they've got a better manager. They've got... I think they've got a better balance across the team. I think Arsenal's still a work in progress. So that would be a massive win for Arsenal. If they if they can get something from Leicester, that's a huge win for their ambitions because I think those two are probably they might sneak into fourth, but they're probably fighting for fifth yeah. or sixth this season. And that'll determine who finishes above. Yeah, I'm West Ham at this rate as well. Well, no, definitely. Yeah, it's yeah. not, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Watford, Southampton, couldn't give a shit. Um, Newcastle, Chelsea, I mean, I've no hope or expectation on this whatsoever. They've had, Newcastle yeah. have had that, the, the new owner bounce. Yeah. They had like 15 minutes against Tottenham where it was all splendid. <laughs> um, Chelsea just. They might have a new manager bounce, though. They might, any word on that? I know if they've got a new no, manager lined up. Invited Fonseca around for breakfast and haven't seen them since. That's <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hear that happens to like journalists and stuff uh, around their owners, who knows? Um, maybe said the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, um, didn't mean that, sorry. The, um, the, yeah, so I, I mean, look, no expectation there. It's another three o'clock, which is good in that regard because there's no focus on the Chelsea yeah. game there. It's it's going alongside, we'll find out a full time how that's gone. I know they've got the, the, the likely, I guess, be have it again. That's where on Twitter, the worst knock-on impact of them losing Werner and, and, and Lukaku is they might have to just build it round Kai Havertz, who's amazing, <laughs> yeah. uh, and they might be a better team for it. So, yeah, it, it, stranger things have happened, but I, I no expectation on Newcastle to do anything there. And similarly, City hosting Crystal Palace. We know Crystal Palace are a much better footballing team. Yeah, They can definitely hurt City. And obviously they're in a little bit of a downer, having put a very good team out against West Ham and been knocked out of the, the League Cup, which they never happens to them, has never happened to them under Pep Guardiola previously. Um, maybe there's something there, but it's again, it's another the, all of us, the, the title challenges are all playing at three o'clock on Saturday. It's very rare. So yeah, exactly. You won't have that happen again this season, I don't think, where there's none of that you're playing first and you need to get your points on the board, or you're playing last and all the eyes of the world yeah. are on you, haven't had your rivals win. Um yeah, fascinating situation there. I guess the, the eyes will turn to Tottenham Man United, another one of those top I mean Everyone's going to be watching that game. Yeah, Saturday it, half five it, it, at Spurs. Oh. At Spurs, yeah. all the but, focus is going to be on because Ollie's going to Ollie will still be in charge. You can't see any reason why they wouldn't have they would have booted him by now. If yeah, they were yeah. Two. You want? I don't know. They've got City to come after that. Do we want them the, to get something there? The problem is, mm-hmm. a Spurs beat them what six one? Was it last year? You had Old Trafford, yeah. yeah. Um, so they've got confidence that they've got that in them. But now it's a really good time to play them. What you got to do is run harder than them and work harder than them. You're halfway there. Mm-hmm. And they've got confidence, you know, it's a good time to play Manchester United. You think they'd, they'd be, if they can't get up for Liverpool, they're not going to get up for any game. 
but they'll also be on the back last now, won't they? Where they've had a massive kick up the bum. Yeah. They'll be like, right, we need to put in a performance. So but they've had that for for past six weeks and haven't put in performances and just kind of got away with it. Yeah, that's it. Is it going to be? Is their late winner with one of their good players cropping up? Machine. The loosest going to work again. Looser City, and I'll change Ollie in the in the. International for Cristiano. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Norwich uh, hosting Leeds. If Norwich can't get something from that, given how Leeds have been largely dreadful this season, then that's a big, big worry for them. Another one, Daniel Farker. Is he in danger of becoming like the German Neil Warnock, where he's just <laughs> so good at getting out of the championship, but then like comes and goes, I'll have another go. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, not for me. Not for me. But then uh, they get so much money, don't they, when they go back down again? Yeah. The, the best yo yo team going, like the yeah. new West Brom. The uh, the Claret and Blue Derby, Aston Villa hosting West Ham. Yeah. And again, that's another one that's going to give us a good indicator of where West Ham are at. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see Villa nick something there. They're at home. Again, West Ham with the midweek exertions, you know, a lot and a, and a lot of like, they're just absolutely buzzing and elated. You would be if knocked Man City out. Can they regain focus? We'll see. And then Wolves hosting Everton, which has just got misery written all over it. <laughs> like that is going to be, it's Monday Night Football. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Everyone's going to tune in because I'm sure Carragher will do everything in his power to kind of drag it back to to, to Old Trafford if he can um, but yeah that's going to be one of the most miserable experiences of football either way that'll be a terrible game Connor Cody to score the winner and break yep. Evertonian hearts <laughs> yeah, we'll be watching that yeah yeah. what else is on at 7 uh, on Monday let us know nothing <laughs> just watch just watch our content over on Redman Plus um, <laughs> yes nice let's have um, anything else really anything wild that you do with Liverpool's team other than than what we've discussed. The same formula I mean, for me. The, mid, the midfield is the only no, no, note of caution, really, isn't it? Yeah. Because it, we suspect Cater should be fine. Yeah. Um, Fabinho. Fabinho should be back. Henderson will be will be fine. And then it, Curtis Jones will be fine. And Oxford Chamberlain should be fine. Haven't gotten through the gotten through the midweek, so we've got options. There's the, even if we don't know how Kate, what Cater's condition is, we've got four options there. If Cater's fine, we've got five. Yeah. So. It's not too bad. I think the ideal world scenario is, I think you want Cater, f- maybe maybe you want Cater for Atletico and you don't want to replicate <laughs> the problems we had last time against Atletico where we had to play the same midfield three, yeah. two games on the bounce and that was sort of... But blamed. also Fabinho solves a lot of that mess that happened in, in, a, did, in, yeah. a, in a, a way, like um, whatever, uh, game. But I think you, can, you don't have to play him for the full 90 minutes against Brighton. Fabinho is really important. I think if you can play him for... What, 70, 80 minutes? Yeah. Get, when I was saying 10, 15 minutes difference but of a rest, but it's getting back in that rhythm, getting back in that game time. Probably the same for Naby Keita. If you find yourself in a position where you're a couple of goals up, you've got the luxury of being able to change and go, actually, Ox, you can play, or Curtis, you, you can come on. But I wouldn't be I wouldn't be angry with any of those players starting, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, yeah. there'll be no fume from no. me. No. Yeah, no, absolutely. Why not? Well, be angry. Nice. Just for the insets for. <laughs> just see Kerr Jones come back in. To be honest, I, you know, I, I like I like Kerr to something. The more games you get, I think I think he's ahead of Oxley Chamberlain in the pecking order. But I, I I don't think we know quite yet who's where he ranks alongside Kater because obviously Kater had that little injury coming back off international, so we don't know whether he would have gone straight into the team yeah. um, after the international break for for Watford. So we'll have to see, you know, and again with Atletico Lumen, the idea, I think Klopp will want to be able to rotate. He's got his front three in a nice situation. He's got his back four in a pretty good situation for that as well, relatively. Um, I think the target's just to get to the international break with as many fit players as you can because West Ham's going to be a difficult game. It's got a hard week, to be fair. Yeah. Um, 
you know, as we all said, we haven't said Bright, Brighton are terrible. So not. are you suggesting West Ham's after the international break? Or is it before? It's before the international break, yeah. but it's not this weekend. The Steve has intimated on about 12 pieces of content no. in the last in the I meant Brighton, <laughs> Atletico, yeah. West Ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But you want to get to that West Ham game with, again, as many fit midfielders as, as you possibly can, your strongest team, because... You know, to, to get into that point of the same as last season, where you go, come on, just, yeah, just exactly. lose a game for us. All last season, just lose a game so we can have top four. I mean, eventually they did, but also I'm not going to be complacent and say that's an easy three points because it's not. Yeah. I think with the Jones situation as well, with you know, not everybody, you know, we're not going to give it, lots of people credit for the game against Preston, you know, because it was wasn't the best game, was it? Mm-hmm. But I think Jones, he, he, in one way, he could have grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck and done his bits, right? I did do a few bits, which was good, but I just think he might be in the mindset going, do you know what? I know I'm in the first team here. I know I might be playing at the weekend. Do you know what I mean? Well, so it's a dangerous be... mentality to be in that. Well, it is. And, That's you know, what I mean. And you're right. So again, the next couple of days of training is going to be massive because we know Jürgen will determine largely on that. Um, I, I think, you know, Ox did... I think Ox did the bare minimum required of him and, and Curtis, to be perfectly honest, they were they were fine. And they had some real bright sparks and most of them came in the second half where, so inevitably, and I said this on the post-match shows, it helps with recency bias, it helps you come away with a, a good feeling about them coming, yeah. out of, coming out of the game. I, I, either of them, I, I wouldn't be shocked if any of those lads started for this game for Brighton, but what we don't know is what Cop's ideal midfield is for Atletico mm. because you are playing, and Brighton can cause you problems, but we've seen Atletico are the Spanish champions mm. and you want to you want to put that win down at Anfield in that in that big environment yeah we'll have to we'll have to see what would you do uh, at home let us know if you had to pick it if, if we're presuming Fabinho and Hendo who's your third midfielder uh, if Naby Curtis and Ox are all fit and available for that uh, Lachille with the Super Chat got a question here which you know we'll, we'll, we'll go in as, as much depth as we, we care to on this one really um if you could be a first eleven LFC player in any five year era through our history, what would you go for? Ooh. So you know you're not being you're not you're being a particular player. You're just dropping into a squad any five year period in Liverpool's history. I oh, I my immediate, well no my immediate <laughs> thought was yeah I'd be part of this because I get to work with Jürgen Klopp and I get to win the European Cup and the Premier League and all that. But I did think maybe go back to the 80s because you get all that mm. but you also get to go out on the lash all the time <laughs> <laughs> as well yeah. and not have to like have a boss diet and not have to train really hard for the fitness side of things a lot of just turning up and kicking footies and, and, and winning yeah. so maybe I might like go, I might go late 90s to be honest when I first started getting into football and these sorts of things we were doing the rounds but Robbie Fowler was playing if you give me the opportunity to play footy with him yeah. I'm, I'm taking that yeah so same here his pomp same here. I, um, I was chatting the other week, wasn't I? And uh, I, t- at 90s football was just incredible. Loved yeah. it. There was no social media. It was sort of peaking to the, the masses of mainstream in terms of TV and stuff like that. And I'm going to be biased because I want to wear the accrued kit in a professional yeah. manner. Yeah. So, I won the treble. But I don't know if it was naughty 2000 treble. Yeah, well, you go from 96 to the, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. So yeah. The, the math does check out. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm doing, doing that. Like, 79 to 84. Nice. Get a couple of European Cups in uh, there, a few leagues, there's a treble in there as I've well. Gone for the Worthington Cup. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I have low standards. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Good yeah, question, yeah. that one. Yeah. That's yeah. a good yeah. question. Thank you so much. Still a chill Definitely rubbing up the social media. I'm the boss <laughs> question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With credit. Still a chill. Nice one. Um, yes, thank you so much. Yeah, we're going to be uh, back at the weekend. I'm going to be at Anfield. Ross, you're, are you in the studio with? I'm not in. You're not? Are you off? Yeah. Holy hell. Yeah. Have you wrangled that? It's, it's my dad's 60th. Oh. Yeah. So Amazing. I'm 
going out on the So line. why are you off? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's my dad. Steve and Errol are doing a watch along and all the pre and post match stuff, so uh, they'll be there doing a watch along. Steve's first watch along hosting, I think. Interesting. Yeah, stay tuned for that one. Uh, thank you so much to Jay and to Ross and to uh, you guys at home. I was going to thank myself, but that's just so <laughs> bad. Uh, yeah, uh, we've been mentioning it, but yeah, if you want to go and check out more content, we've finally got a name for our streaming service. It is Redmen Plus. Uh, we've got a whole bank of new content for you. The Stat Show returns. Uh, it's going to be getting recorded today with Chris and Andrew Beasley. Uh, it's going to be live on the on, on the service on Friday. Uh, Time TBC on that, but that's going to be very good. The debate show was recorded yesterday. I, that. I loved it so much. I saw some people saying like, oh, why are you talking about Liverpool's next manager? But the point about the debate show is to get a bit animated, to have some really uh, some, some fun debates, to have some serious debates, yeah. just to mix things up so we're not talking about the same old stuff. It's nice to have a bit of a flight of fancy on these yeah, things every now and again. Fun. Yeah, I saw that comment as well. Just yeah. chose, to, chose to ignore it. Yeah, chose to ignore it. Thank you so much to our uh, Facebook group member for that one. Yeah. Um, and of course you got around the league show there was the final word show a 60 minute show go back and watch this final word show I was laughing at Manchester United um, that was absolutely absolutely amazing and of course you got the documentaries features interviews there's a in conversation with Adam Rowe that's just gone up this week where Paddy Baddy was there the other week we've got uh, in Liverpool Library with Jeff Golding coming out on Friday as well talking about his book about Liverpool's uh, second and third title winning sides I think it is from the early 1900s and the Club Legends show is getting recorded today. And the Club Legends show as well. So if you join, there's two tiers that you can join. Uh, if you join as a Club Legend, which is the top tier, you get to be on our Club Legends show and Ross is the guest this mm-hmm. week. Uh, I did it last week, so that's there for you on all that. So yeah, look, it's absolutely brilliant. If that's a lot of content, Paul. A, lot, a hell of a lot of content. Yeah. We want to make sure, look, again, it supports uh, the channel. So if you want to do, if you do want to support everything that we do, then you can do that. I know some people just want to go, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll support you. But we try to give you as much value for money as possible and give you what we think is a, is a cutting edge world-class streaming service dedicated to Liverpool Football Club. It's really good now and it's actually getting better over the months. We've got loads of big plans planned for it. Um, but and the rebrand is just the start. You can get any podcast player as well. Yeah, and you can get all the all the extra Redman shows in your native podcasting players. It's not just about video, it's about podcasts as well. Yes, brilliant. Uh, if you want to get a little bit more information on that, a trailer for it will follow after this. You can have a look at all the shows that we do. Uh, and other than that, go to the redmentv.com and sign up and join Redman Plus today. Boss, thank you, gents. Thank you. thank you so much. You guys are all wonderful. Have a wonderful Thursday, Friday, and hopefully Saturday as well. And we'll see you all very soon. Ta-da. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of Real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.